Are you trying to stay up to date on crypto events? Well, you're in luck because we have another crypto current for you right here, right now on The Cryptocracy. Welcome back, Cryptocrats. We are bringing you this week's Crypto Current, where we talk all things that happened in the last week that have to do with blockchain technology and cryptocurrency. So usually there's a lot of stuff to go on, and today there is as well. So I've got Crypto Corey, our in-house crypto blockchain expert. Crypto Corey, how are you? I'm doing well. Just uh, staying cryptic. You're staying cryptic and staying current. All right, well, let's jump into our stories today. So our first story, Charlie Munger, he is a big name, right? Yep. Okay, I don't actually really know him. I just know he's a big name. Well, we've talked about him before. Have we talked about him before? Yeah, you just might have forgot because we talk about his partner every once in a while. Warren Buffett. Oh, that's right. That's right. Berkshire Hathaway. Okay. He's a big name too. He doesn't like crypto. No, he does not like crypto. And Charlie Munger doesn't like it either. No, they both hate crypto. I think if you gave them a billion dollars in crypto, they would just throw it back in your face. If you could throw crypto yeah, back in there, in your maybe face. like a cold storage wallet or something. A cold storage wallet, they would just throw it right back at right you. Back at, a Bitcoin mining rig uh, that they, would hurt. I don't know if they could pick it up because they're you know Munger's, they're both pretty old. Munger's ninety eight, and uh, Buffett is uh, ninety one, so they might struggle. But you never know that maybe they're really strong underneath. Some of those, you know, I've seen those commercials where those old guys are pumping iron and uh, looking pretty pretty buff. So maybe maybe they might surprise us. And there's only one way to find out. Well, no, I don't. I don't want them to throw a Bitcoin mining rig. Well, I don't have a billion, a billion Bitcoin to give in, to them, yeah. and I don't have a Bitcoin mining rig. Yeah, either so, way, I wouldn't give it to them. So Charlie Munger does not like crypto, and I, I just don't. I th- okay. So this is the reason why this comes up, and the, and the reason why um, I think we should m- mention it on a cryptocurrent is because there's something in the psychology of hatred of something. And I just don't understand why you've got someone who's 98 years old. I, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing, you know, let's just say he lives another 10 years and makes it to 108. Why does he have time to go around disparaging cryptocurrency? I mean, why is it even on his radar? Why does he care? He's worth multiple billions of dollars. Why keep going around making these statements against crypto? There's, there's just something there that I just don't understand what what the level of, of hatred and, and engagement is that comes from him. Like, listen to what he says. He says, everyone should avoid crypto as if it were an open sewer full of malicious organisms. What? Just say, I'm not interested in crypto and move on with your life. I mean, you're 98. Yeah. Not much well, time left. I wonder. Don't waste it on hating crypto. Spend your money. Yeah. Go to a, an island. Buy an island. Well, that's what I would be thinking. Like, Buy two I'm, islands. If I'm, if I'm 98 and I'm a billionaire, even if I'm 70, and I'm a billionaire. I, I just be I'm going, not watching the crazy news. kids I'm, in their I'm crypto. On, yeah, I'm on my mega yacht. I don't even know what crypto is. It's that, not even on my radar. Yeah, yeah, I'm cruising the Bahamas. I I don't know. I, I I'm. I you, you know, think, maybe, Do you think he's trying to stay relevant? No, he's 98. He doesn't care. He still he wears a suit maybe he every does. day. Maybe he does. I don't know. Oh, I I just don't. Why I do don't think get he wears it. A, a suit every day. But, I mean, does, but doesn't that seem relevant. weird to you that, that they're yeah. so obsessed with talking bad about it well, every time? Well, I mean, Warren Buffett called it rat poison. I mean, and it's not just that they say, hey, I'm not interested in it. That's not a good investment. I mean, they come out with these crazy descriptions. It's rat poison. It's toxic. It's a sewer full of microorganisms that will kill you. 
I just don't get it. I, I think it's a couple of things. One, people love to hate. It's I don't know I don't know what it is, but people love to feel like angry and they love to hate on things. It makes them feel good. At least I'm speaking from personal experience. I know when I love to hate something, you just want to keep talking about it. Yeah, I just want to you just want to put it down. Can you believe any, what those any, crypto bros did? Yeah, can you believe what that cryptocurrent cryptocracy podcast the, the, is yeah doing? those crypto cory he's, he's ruining the financial they world don't know anything um with but I, with his eight listeners he's, yeah he's he's raising an army there are dozens uh, dozens of us well there's not even dozens of us there's, there's there there's are eight eight of us um but yeah I, I think people just love to hate on things and two it, it probably kind of like undermines like their traditional investing ideas and so that's why they just like it. i don't know that's, that's kind I of mean, they're thoughts. not going to be around i mean sorry i mean maybe, maybe there's a breakthrough and they'll live to be 200 i don't know I, i'm not wishing any any untimely death on a 98 year old i'm just thinking is crypto really going to destroy everything that they've built in the two years that he's maybe got left his to hate is sustaining him and if I, he doesn't keep hating crypto then he's he'll alive die. from rage I, I don't know. It's just so bizarre. I mean, every time it comes up on the radar, I just I think we should talk about it on a cryptocurrency because I find it I find the hatred fans fascinating. Yeah, we love to hate on Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger. So are we any better than them? Uh yeah, we're much better. Yeah, that's what I thought. We don't we don't hate. I, we I only agree. love. I just think someone who comes out praising China um probably just isn't in in, in a camp that I want to be in, um, praising China for being, um, you know, authoritarian and banning Bitcoin. That's not, that's not freedom. Um, that's anti-freedom. Uh, Bitcoin isn't hurting anyone because you don't have to buy it. No one's forcing it upon you. It's like when everyone was mad about McDonald's, do you remember Supersize? Yeah. The Supersize. We, that was uh, a crazy movie. Well, when you would go into McDonald's, they would ask you, do you want to supersize it? Which means they'd give you like an an 87 ounce drink and uh, six pounds of French fries and uh, the biggest hamburger that they could make. And that's when that, the I can't remember what his name was. Um, he created. He's like a journalist, wasn't he? Yeah, but he, he made that uh, Spurlock. I think his last I name was Spurlock. Name. Anyway, so he made, he made the movie Supersize Me and everyone was in an uproar about McDonald's is killing people. Folks. No one forced you to walk inside of McDonald's. Yeah. No he, one he, tied you up, duct taped you, forced you to drive through the drive through. And, and when they said, do you want to supersize that? They ripped the duct tape off your mouth and make you go. Yes! Point, point a gun to your With head. With a gun at your head. No, nobody forced you to eat those French fries. I, I've probably, the only time I ever eat at McDonald's is every once in a while um, on a Saturday when I'm, I'm in a hurry and I'm hungry, I might eat one of their breakfasts, but I, I haven't been in a, a McDonald's to eat a meal in years. Uh, I eat one of their hamburgers in years. No one ever forced me to go in and, and supersize it. So this this whole idea that something is out destroying people's lives, like Bitcoin or McDonald's or anything else that's for sale, is just silly. And and I just don't understand it. Yeah. No. I I definitely agree with that. All right. Let's let's jump into our next story. So this is a sad the, one. Yeah. So the Vermont that. I can't read. Vermont. The Vermont Department of Financial Regulation, say that 10 times fast, alleges that Celsius is deeply insolvent. Yeah, so for those of you not following up on on uh you know what's going on with Celsius, that's they, the one that crashed, right? Yeah, they, they okay. were an exchange. Um they just shut down one night 
and no one could get in and, and uh, transfer their crypto assets out. So there's you know billions of dollars worth of crypto assets that are that are owed to people. Um, and they just got in over their head, and they are completely insolvent. So I you know I don't know what's going to happen. I think they're probably going to uh, you know unless they can get some investor to come in and dump a couple of billion dollars into them. Um, I think that they're just going to end up uh, getting taken over and liquidated and people will get pennies on the dollar for, for what they had in there. Why, why does the Vermont office or the De- Vermont department of financial regulation care? Like what, I don't know. What does Vermont even do? Well, Vermont Ma- is maple syrup, right? <laughs> Vermont's a state. I don't know if they were incorporated in, in that state or um, if they were, because uh, a state can intercede on behalf of its of its citizens, so you can have a state that actually sues you, even though you might not be incorporated in that state. Oh. So I don't know what the direct relationship is. Um, and, and actually, I you know I, I really don't care what what the relationship is. What I thought was interesting is is that it's just been determined that they're that they're completely insolvent. The sad part is is that like a legal thing? It's like a legal term, or are they just yeah they don't like have the, they people? don't have the ability to to repay. Um, their their debts. They're, so it's kind of like a so it's a legal thing where they're declaring like kind of like somebody declares bankruptcy. Yeah, it's well it's similar to that. But w- when when a when a uh, financial institution like this becomes insolvent, then usually a government agency comes in and takes them over and then liquidates assets to pay back. Okay, to pay See, back, I, I pay back they... depositors and creditors. Unfortunately, with Celsius, like if it was a bank, um, the one good thing about a fiat uh, bank. Is that I think you're uh, you're insured up to two hundred thousand. It used to only be one hundred thousand, um, but I want to say in the two thousand seven financial crisis, two thousand eight housing crisis, I think they upped it to, to two hundred thousand. FDIC, FDIC, Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, I think is what that stands for. I don't know. I just don't. Anyways, yeah. FDIC. So you're you're insured up to two hundred thousand. Um, obviously, if you have more than that, uh, you, you, you take a risk of the bank being insolvent, yeah. or you could split it up among different banks. Well, with Celsius, it's not that kind of a financial institution, so you are not uh, covered by any insurance whatsoever. And the, the and the, when it liquidates, uh, the problem is is that if you have cryptocurrency sitting in there, instead of getting the cryptocurrency out, it's my understanding that the, that you get the value of whatever it is um, once they split it up among all the depositors. So, you know, you might have bought, let's say, Bitcoin at $60,000 and now Bitcoin's at $20,000. And then let's say you get 10% of that, you would basically get $2,000 for your for every Bitcoin that you had in there. Um, so you get the dollar value, but not the actual crypto. So you would have to then turn around and reinvest it and hope it, hope it went back up to, yeah. to recover your money. See, I, I thought they were just like coming out and making like a news flash. I didn't realize it was a legal term. Yeah, illegal, so illegal I illegal I don't know. I don't know uh, what's happening. What they're saying is because they were doing some lending that that means that they're um, that they come under the review of securities and that um, there's some disclosures that they have to do. And I, I just think that they may find themselves in a, in a little bit of legal trouble. Um, they're, they're claiming that it, it operated like a Ponzi where, so how that would work if you get, if you get declared, um, legally, I guess uh, legally as an illegal Ponzi, Ponzi, the definition is 
that you took invest new investors' money in to pay off old investors. So I don't know fully what they're going to say was a Ponzi with Celsius, but a, a, a scenario could be you have uh, something on deposit there. Let's just say you put Bitcoin in there and they're paying you 10% on your Bitcoin a month, uh, but they really can't pay that because they don't have that kind of uh, cash flow. So what they do is they take other people's deposits and as they're depositing in that Bitcoin, they're using it to pay you off as one of the older investors. And eventually that will collapse like a like a house of cards. And um, so the, the bottom line is, uh, I don't know what's going to happen with Celsius. I don't know who's in charge of Celsius. I don't know who's going to uh, take them into, um, I think it's called receivership. Uh, don't quote me on that. I'm not a legal expert. The point is this, don't keep your cryptocurrency on an exchange. The reason why is because it allows two things to happen. One, it allows the price of cryptocurrencies to be manipulated through um, uh, through speculation and leverage. And, and in reality, there's a lot more traded um, than there is on the exchange. And so I think if we were to look into a lot of the other exchanges, we'd find that they're in uh, deeper than they've got assets to back, um, particularly when they're lending it out uh, to you to trade on. Um, there is the chance that there could be you know, a hiccup in the network. They don't cover it quick enough. They don't liquidate quick enough. And um, an exchange could could easily become insolvent. I think that there's a chance that the house could take your money and do their own gambling with it um, to try to make money on the side, which is extremely risky because if they gamble wrong, they lose your assets and they have no way to pay them back. I just think there's a lot of things that, that could go wrong. So my policy is don't keep your cryptocurrency on an exchange. Um, one, it helps them ruin the price of cryptocurrencies. And two, you don't own it. They have access to it. They have the keys. So it's not your cryptocurrency because you can't protect it and, and transfer it at will. Um, and that's just, just a warning to everyone. Don't, uh, don't put the majority of your, of your crypto on, on the exchange. Um, I do keep a little bit of crypto on exchanges because I do some trading in and out of cryptos, but it, it is a teeny, teeny portion of my, of my portfolio. It is, it's almost in, in all honesty, it's almost not even worth doing it. It's just, it's something that I do to kind of keep busy, uh, if you will. And I'd say I'm about 50-50 on, on being up or down at any time that I'm doing trading in and out of it because I'm not a really good trader. Um, my my claim to fame is just uh, being the guy who stacks uh, sats, if you will, um, stacks cryptocurrency, stacks Ethereum, and just plan on holding on to it for the next uh, 10 years. All right. Well, you heard it. Excuse me. Yeah, that was long-winded. You you heard it here first. Don't but our, keep your yeah. I mean, I don't know, maybe second, but our our eight listeners are used to me just rambling on. Don't don't keep your That's cryptocurrency what they come on, for. on on an exchange. All right. So, speaking of a topic that people love to hate, let's talk about my favorite person, Corey's favorite person. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. He's bad. I was going to try to come up with uh, somebody else that I couldn't think of anybody fast enough. I don't know. I, I mean, Sir Dogecoin. I, I don't know. I, I think I made a joke last time when we pretty much introduced Elon Musk the same way. And I said, Treasury Secretary Yellen, but I called her a he. Uh, so, I don't think she'd appreciate that. Yeah, she probably wouldn't. All right. Let's talk about Elon Musk. Although she hasn't told us her pronouns. So oh, maybe true. she'd be just fine with it. I, do, I don't know. Let's not find out. All right. So Elon Musk is in... 
He's he, a, he pulled out of the Twitter deal. Like, yeah, he did. Like, he ripped up. Uh, so the words are that he ripped up his contract. So I, I don't know where they came up with that. Um, but you know, knowing Elon Musk, it wouldn't surprise me if he literally got online on social media somewhere and just r- ripped up the contract in front of everyone and threw it in the air and laughed. Um, but yeah, he's trying to back out of out of the deal. Um, he's still claiming that they don't have the user base that they claim that a lot of it's bots, that it's not worth what, um, it was priced and he wants out of the deal. Crypto, uh, crypto, uh, Twitter is now suing him into forcing him to buy, uh, Twitter. Um, or I imagine pay some sort of, uh, damages to them. Um, a lot of people are, are claiming that the, the fact that Tesla stock is down so much, that uh, Musk does not have uh, the capital um, to back a $44 billion deal because that would be roughly, you know, 44% of his, of his net worth right now. Oof. So, um, and, and the fact that Twitter stock is down quite a bit, he's probably looking at it going, well, if I can get them to renegotiate, maybe I can get a, get a better price. I don't know what his angle is. I don't know. Um, I do think that he really wanted to buy it because um, he put a lot of thought into some of the, um, some of his uh, tweets about things that he thought should be changed on Twitter. So obviously he's thought about that a lot. Um, but I, I do wonder, I mean, he's trying to go to the moon and Mars and uh, launching lots of satellites in the space for, um, for his uh, internet access starlink and doing tesla and you know who else his boring company trying to bore that tunnel uh for that high speed i don't know what it is a high speed tube is it a hyper hyperloop yeah the hyperloop i wrote a paper on that once um and maybe he just doesn't have time to do twitter i mean he's got to be pretty busy so i i don't know i would love to see him buy twitter because i think his ideas would actually improve it and uh return value to the shareholders um, if he did buy it, that Twitter would be something that I would invest in because I, I believe that just having him on board would easily double the double the stock value um, from from what he would purchase it as. That's my opinion. I'm not I'm not uh, a genius when it comes to stock investing. Only crypto investing, and even uh, then, even then, my you know you know my strategy. It's just I feel like over the long term, crypto is going to do well. Um, you know. I, I do believe if you have some price targets to get out, um, you get out. I do have some crypto that I've designated as my crypto that's going to be sold. Uh, some Ethereum, uh, VeChain, and some uh, Bitcoin and some other things. Um, when I when I see some price targets get hit um, over the last eight weeks now, I haven't bought anything in the last two weeks, um, so I'll give you that disclosure. But over the over the previous six weeks, I bought more cryptocurrency over those six weeks than I did uh, since the beginning of the year, to give you an idea, I, I liquidated a lot of uh, other investments uh, to put into crypto because I, I do believe that this was a great buying opportunity. Um, my only regret is that I wish I had some more money uh, to put in. Um, it'll be a couple of months before I can liquidate uh, anything for the next round of buying. Um, but I, I do believe that crypto is on sale and and uh, is still a good investment. All right. Well, with that. We're going to wrap up this. Oh, not financial advice. Yeah. If you buy crypto, it's on you, not me. Yep. And if you eat McDonald's and supersize it, that's on you. Yeah, if you supersize it, that's that's on you. This uh, was sponsored by McDonald's. Thank you to the, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, all right. Well, if you haven't already, if you haven't already, give us a follow on Twitter at the underscore cryptocracy or Instagram at the cryptocracy. 
and stay cryptic. Bye.